0: Hey sis, I've been in your shoes. I've wondered how to step outside of my comfort zone and live the bold and fulfilled life that I wanted and now know that I too deserve. I know what it feels like to struggle as a single mom, to struggle with lack of money, to struggle with lack of resources, lack of self-esteem, and all the crazy shit life throws at you sometimes. I have felt powerless, unfulfilled, unattractive, unsupported, and unwanted for years before I had my breakthrough. There's an answer for you too. You can live boldly, have the life that you desire, break generational curses, and overcome trauma from your past. Welcome to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. This is the mega center for all things wellness, where I will give you all of the tools, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you master your limiting beliefs and take your life to the next level based on the seven pillars of wellness. Every week, I will bring you advice, inspiring conversations, the conversations no one wants to talk about, the things you weren't taught growing up, and expert insight from industry leaders on various topics. It is time to stop just living and making it through the day-to-day motions. It is time
1: to be well. The, right the wellness, home girl. Yeah. The wellness, home girl. Yeah. The wellness home girl. Yeah. It's time to just stop living. It's time to be well. The wellness, home girl. Yeah. The wellness, home girl. Yeah. The wellness, home girl. Yeah. Wellness home girl. Yeah. It's time to just stop living, this time to be well. Wellness, 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 wellness homegirl. Wellness, 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 wellness homegirl. Welcome to the Wellness Home Girl podcast with Whitney Nicole. Want the real honest truth about taking your life to the next level where you're in the right place. It's time for us to stop just living. It's time for us to be well wellness homegirl
0: all right miss Aisha thank you so much for being on the wellness homegirl podcast today um and so just tell us your uh, your name and a little bit about yourself
2: Hi, everybody. Thank you again for having me on your podcast today. I'm super excited to talk to you today. So my name is Aisha Taylor. I am in California. I'm a wife of 23 years. I have three kids, one in college, one on their way to college, and then I have a 12-year-old son. I've been an OBGYN physician for the past 15 years, and I'm now an entrepreneur in the online business space. And I'm very passionate now about helping other physicians and women in general out of burnout and overwhelm without sacrificing themselves or their income. Yes, that is
0: amazing. I, I love it. I love being a good woman entrepreneur. Um, this is so inspiring for me. And this is Women's History Month. So I wanted to have women on the show to talk about different things that we all go through and with you being an OBGYN I felt like it'd be a good opportunity to talk about some of the taboo things we don't talk about with like women's health and um, what are some some things you see a lot that you feel like women are like nervous to talk about or we we just don't talk about a lot as far as women's health goes
2: Right. Well, I think a lot of things have to do with our discomfort about talking about our bodies. Right. So I, let me just back up a little bit. You know, we as women. Right. We forget how to care for ourselves. We spend so much time taking care of other people. We put ourselves on the back burner. That includes our health. That includes our fitness, our goals, our passion, just everything about things that make us better women, we put on the back burner to take care of other people. And so it also stems from how we grew up, right? How we were taught about our bodies, how we were taught about our sexuality, how we were taught about how we should view ourselves. And so when we grow up a certain way and things aren't discussed or we aren't educated on certain things about our bodies and how they function, we tend to continue that cycle with our own families or with ourselves, right? You know, it it takes talking about our bodies our menstrual cycles, our moods, our sexual functions, and understanding that those are normal things that adult women won't even mention when they come into the OBGYN office because they feel like that's just something that they're too embarrassed about or off limits to talk about, or they feel like this is just the way it is, right? right. This is how it was for my mom or or my friend. And so this is just how it has to be for me, or this is normal. It may be something that they think is normal, that's completely not normal or something that's easily fixed that they wouldn't even mention and they just go through life suffering with whatever it is that's going on just because they don't they don't mention it or they don't think it's important enough to talk about
0: right so do you make it a point like to let your patients know like you can talk to me about anything you know this is a judgment free zone cuz I know I'm in the medical field too I have to really Um, especially on like older patients, I have to really tell them like, I am not going, I'm not here to judge you. I truly want to help you. Is that something you practice?
2: Yes. So, you know, I treat women from teens all the way through postmenopausal. And one thing I typically focus on, and I make it a point to talk to all my patients about, is their health, their mindset, their nutrition, and their sexuality, right? Like, we tend to not mention when something's not right or, you know, or when something's not functioning the way we want, or we're not getting the expectation. I, you know, I talk to my patients about their relationships, about their marriages, about how they're feeling about themselves. And so I typically not, it's not just, okay, you're coming in for your breast exam and your cervical cancer screening. Let's start with how you're feeling today. Like what's going on? How's your relationship? Do you want kids or do you don't? Do you want birth control or not? How are your menstrual cycles? You know, are are they okay? Like, are you having difficulty with it? You know, if there's someone who is perimenopausal or postmenopausal, or even women that aren't in that range, you know, how is your sexual life? How are you satisfied? What are the things? Are you even aware of how your body should function? So, I typically will cover a lot of things in that visit that typically don't get covered just to kind of let people know that I am a safe place and that I will open that door so that they know that, okay, well, maybe I should bring this up to her. Let me ask to see if this is normal or not normal. So I tend to, I will put feelers out there for my patients to let them know that it's okay for you to have problems in these areas and it's okay for you to talk about it.
0: Okay, so kind of like treating the person as a whole, right. like, uh, yeah, I absolutely love that. And, um, one thing that I see because I work in the ER a lot is like feminine hygiene and like what it should look like. And I'm not sure if you see this on TikTok, but there's like all these <laughs> debates like, how do you take care of yourself how do you clean yourself and then whether you should call it by its name you know teach your kids to call it vagina or you know all the other little names they have like what is your what are some things uh, that you see that or that what are you practice teaching your clients as far as like feminine hygiene goes
2: Right, so let's talk about the names. Right, let's get rid of pocketbook, cookie. Right. all. The, <laughs> let's get rid of all the names that we learned. We all right. right, all of that. Let's. Okay, it's, it's a vulva, and then vagina. There's labia. There's labia majora. There's labia minora. There's a clitoris. Like there are parts to your entire female anatomy that we need to number one, as women get very comfortable talking about Mm -hmm. vagina is not a taboo word. It's not a dirty word. Like this is a very functional organ, like your heart, your lungs, any other part of your body, right? Right. It's important for us to know how it works. It has more functions than just a menstrual cycle and allowing you to have a baby, right? (laughs) it's a very important Organ for sexual pleasure and women need to understand that it's important to benefit from sexual pleasure and you have to understand how your anatomy works in order to understand, you know, how to enjoy the benefits right. But as far as like self-care, I think a lot of women are embarrassed, right? We get embarrassed to talk about discharge. We get embarrassed to talk about vaginal odor, what's normal, what's not normal. And I always tell my patients, vaginal discharge is normal. We should, number one, need to stop douching, right? We should never be trying to wash our vagina out. You know, our vaginas are self-cleaning ovens. It does not, they don't, they don't need help. They got it. And there are certain processes that your vagina goes through, discharge to help balance itself out and maintain a healthy environment. And so if we're trying to strip it of all its normal function, then that's when we're going to get into problems, right? That's when you're going to start getting into um, vaginal odors or itching. And I always tell my patients discharge is normal unless it's itching you, burning you, or has an odor. So if any of those th- three things are going on, it's important to reach out to your doctor for health assistance. And don't try to put things in there, steam it, wash it, do all these things, right? Just make an appointment and let us help you navigate through what's going on. And I think it's also important for us to know as women, as far as sexual health and function, that let's try to Um, protect ourselves from things that can make our discharge abnormal, like STDs. It's important to talk about condom use in our young women or our women that are in non-monogamous relationships. Like it's important to, to not just for not getting pregnant, but just to make sure that you're protecting yourself against any sexually transmitted diseases. So I think number one, we shouldn't try to buy these products on, online or in the stores that talk about making your vagina smell like a rose. Like we really, um, summer's Eve, like if one thing I could do is just get rid of summer's Eve, (laughs) I'm just going to make that my lifelong mission to get rid of summer's Eve, um, in any of their products, because you shouldn't be using anything with fragrance, anything that has, uh, like perfume dyes you really want to stick with things that are natural and dye free perfume free to really maintain optimal vaginal health so no one's vagina needs to smell like a rose okay so right. it's normal <laughs> to have different scents according to your menstrual cycle and hormone level but we need to just stop trying to spray all this perfume and just really reach out to your doctor if you're having any issues right okay
0: that's I see all kind of stuff all the time and I'm like, oh, like this is too much. Like, <laughs> like if it was supposed to smell like flowers, I feel like God would have go. floral scent in the very there, there <laughs> it,
2: would, it would have a natural floral scent, correct.
0: Right. Yes. So so soap just regular waters, okay.
2: Well, you know, I tell my patients unscented products is exactly what you would use on your skin, like Dove Unscented. There's tons of unscented soaps out there. You don't need to have everything overpowering your normal scent. So it's okay to wash with a very mild unscented soap. So if you use Dove and you've used Dove your whole life, use Dove. If you use Irish Spring and it doesn't cause a problem for you, then use it. But if you notice that you're having irritation, even from your um, sanitary items, like your tampons, menstrual pads, whatever, just reach out to your doctor because we can try to help you troubleshoot what's causing the issue. But just stick to your basic unscented products, soaps, feminine hygiene products, and you should be good to go. And I tell everyone, if you're going to wear perfume, that's fine. Keep it belly button up. Okay, belly button up, knee down. There you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay, so now we know that. Um, I know with the pandemic and everything going on, you've still been working, having some stressful moments. And so as a physician in this difficult time, still seeing patients, still in the hospital, um, how do you, like, stay healthy and keep, like, a positive, like, good mindset?
2: So definitely the pandemic is something that I've never lived through. A lot of us mm-hmm. have never lived through it, pandemic, right. right? And so... It was natural for us as physicians, me personally, suffering a lot of burnout. Mm -hmm. And so I had to just kind of take a step back and figure out what it was that I needed, like what was going on. And because this didn't look like something that was going away quickly, and it was becoming very overwhelming at work to deal with caring for sick patients, dealing with something we've never, ever seen in our lives. And learning how to treat and navigate it all at the same time, right? So I had to kind of do this self-check-in of what were the things that I needed. So I just started with something very simple, as exercise. And I started with just an exercise routine at home, in the morning, before I even started my day, before I walked into the hospital in my office, just to give myself that self-care to kind of help lower any stress and anxiety and just get clarity on things that I wanted in my life. I started like stop emotional eating. You know, I spent the first six months of the pandemic eating brownies every single day. Like that was definitely on the dinner menu because a lot of us are emotional eaters, right? Right. We stressed, we grab for something that makes us feel good. But we know with that comes weight gain, acne, skin problems, And so I just had to get better control over my nutrition and stop emotional eating, started hydrating more with a gallon more of water a day. I noticed my skin cleared up, my hair got better, and I just, my body just overall felt better. And then I really started to spend time making it a priority to pray in the mornings before I even started my day. I started Mm -hmm. listening to mindset books, audio books on the way to work, podcasts, things to just kind of feel me up before I was giving myself to patients and to you know, the day-to-day grind at the office. So I was just really trying to be intentional with filling my cup before I had to empty it and give to other people.
0: Do you, um, I've seen, I know a couple of people who have been pregnant and who are currently pregnant and there is still COVID around. Do you recommend your pregnant, like
2: patients to get vaccinated? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. We are seeing a lot of complications of patients that have actually had COVID 19 before the vaccine was around. And now, even more so, we know that our pregnant patients are sicker with COVID because they're immunocompromised, because they're pregnant, which means their immune system is not working well, and because their lung capacity and volume is reduced from the baby, right? It's pushing up on your lungs and filling up your belly. And so, um, our pregnant patients are a lot sicker, and we have seen for the past two, almost a year and a half now, that there have been no um, pregnancy associated um, like problems with the vaccine, and our patients have done remarkably well with COVID. If they've gotten COVID and been vaccinated and seen a significant decrease in our patients with COVID. Um, because of the vaccine and in turn have had healthier pregnancies and on top of that we realize that the baby is now born with some immunity to COVID which is even a huge huge benefit so that's been really really exciting information that has come out. Yeah I've had a couple
0: babies I say come through the ER with COVID uh, but moms were vaccinated and babies like you couldn't even they had no, no issues at all. So it's been, I've definitely seen a huge difference in the ER. Um, so you balance many hats. You're a doctor, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're an entrepreneur. How do you, how do you balance everything?
2: Well, I think for me, I had to figure out what it was that was burning me out in the first place. And so mm-hmm. I had to look at ways to give myself more balance, more self-care, and to really figure out what it was that I wanted. And so for us, I wanted to spend more time at home. I wanted to spend more time with my husband. So I had to kind of figure out a path to do that. And so me being the kind of always hamster on the wheel type of person. Yeah. I was like, there has to be a way out of burnout. There has to be a way out of overwhelm. And so, and that's how I got involved in online business and in turn has allowed my husband to be home. And so now with him helping out more at home and us having unlimited time together, it's really easy for me to balance everything. And I've been able to scale back in medicine and not work as much because I have afforded us other ways of having income online at home. And so it's been easier to kind of balance my schedule because I have more control over my schedule and able to be home a lot more. So it makes makes me not feel like I'm just overwhelmed, burned out, and just kind of constantly running. Um, I have a lot of time to kind of spend on myself, on my husband, on my kids, and on my business
0: yes and that is so important like doing what is best for you i think a lot of people you know we see celebrities like oh i want to do this i want to do that but you have to ultimately find out what works out best for you and your family because life is not one size fits all every every we all need something different so i totally i love that you did what works best for you guys um so what are three tips you would give someone that is wanting to start their own business and continue working? That is a mom. Like, what are some tips you would give them to uh, to to get into
2: entrepreneurship? So I would say first is determine what it is that you're wanting. Are you wanting more time? Are you wanting more income? Are you wanting both? Do you want to stop working altogether? Do you want to add something to your current job? Do you want a balance of both? So figure out what it is that you're wanting because there's something available for you online that can help fill that area that you're looking for. And one of the biggest things I think that's helped me out so much is talk to someone, a mentor that has been where you're wanting to go, who's traveled the path that you're wanting to take. And so Mm -hmm. for me, I wanted to... Pay off my med school debt. I wanted my husband home. I wanted to scale back in medicine. So I had to talk to someone who was able to get into the online space and earn income fast, right? Like what are, there are definitely ways that you can do things slowly and there's ways that you can do things more accelerated. So I was looking for more of an accelerated path. So I had to find people that had traveled that path and partner with them. And I would think the biggest last tip I would say is you got to throw fear aside. I talk to some, so many people that are just fearful, fearful of investing in themselves, fearful of spending more money, fearful of learning a new skill. And I think we operate in so much fear that we hold ourselves back from so much. And if I had to just really listen to my mind, tell me all the reasons why I shouldn't invest in myself because I was already in med school debt and start my online business, my life would look very differently right now. I would still be in that grind that I was in two years ago. And so I would say you need to throw fear aside, take the leap, right? And all debt is not bad debt. And investing in yourself is better than investing in Macy's and Nordstrom's and all the little silly stuff we buy, all the 500 Costco runs that we make or grocery store runs on things we don't need. If we really just take a look at how much money we're spending at Starbucks and stop spending money on things that are giving us temporary relief Mm -hmm. and really start focusing and investing in ourselves. That's going to really set you up long-term. I think that's kind of the biggest tip that I would give someone because I talk to so many people that are just stuck in fear and they're so afraid to take that leap when their life can look so differently if they did.
0: Right, I totally agree. Fear will keep you like exactly where you are. Like it's it's crazy. Like when you think about um, fear, like a lot of times we don't even know where our fears come from. Like right. people really don't take the time to look into their fears, like why they have them, where they came from, and you can right. really learn a lot about yourself and how you're holding yourself back when you take a deep dive into those those fears because. Some people would have probably said to you, like, you're a physician. Like, why do you need to do something else? I'm pretty sure you've heard that um, Oh, yes, from from multiple people, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think fear, too, comes from having a limited mindset, Mm -hmm. right? And and having a lack mindset and just feeling like you're not deserving of more. And people say, well, why would you do something else if you're a doctor? I mean, aren't all doctors rich? Number one, no, we're not. (laughs) Number two, we have a lot of debt. Um, From education, Mm -hmm. three, you know, it really depends on the path you traveled, how many kids you have, like, what are your day-to-day costs to keep your office running if you're in private practice, but also, also the, the, the mindset that you don't, you're not deserving of more. And I think when we get stuck in that, right. And we don't realize that you are deserving to create the life that you want and that it's okay if you don't want to work full time. It's okay if you don't want to work to 60. It's okay if you want to create legacy wealth for your family and change the financial trajectory of your family, right? And so you have to start internally. And I think for me, the biggest thing that I realized this journey has given me was a complete like change and self-development and mindset. And now there's nothing that I feel like I can't do. There's nothing I feel like I'm not deserving of, right? Mm -hmm. And if I keep putting one foot in front of the other, I will get to the finish line, right? And so we have to kind of step outside of trying to figure it all out before we take the step. Just Mm -hmm. take the step and know that you will get there, even if you don't see the ground beneath you.
0: Right. Right. That's good. I had to get, my fear was um, everybody's not going to understand, you know, everybody's, you know, people are going to be like, why would you do this? Like you said, people are like, you're a nurse. You right. make good money. Like, I don't know what good money is to y'all, but <laughs> it's not enough. So it's <laughs> okay. like uh you have to get over that fear too of like people are always gonna have something to say whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad but you're the only person that can live your life so why not go after everything that you absolutely want and I think a lot of times too is we we don't have any examples sometimes like I've had somebody in my family tell me, like, "Girl, we're gonna live paycheck to paycheck for the rest of our life," and it's like because you have that limited mindset because you haven't explored anything else. Right. So, yeah, I, I was once there, though, y'all. We can all move forward and get, you know, truly, like you said, get to where we want to be.
2: And that's so, would you deal. say? that's Mm -hmm. the thing, right? I was there, right? Like Mm I am the first physician in my family. I didn't grow up with any other doctors before me. I was one of the first college graduates. Like I didn't grow up with people going to med school and college, like I grew up in the heart deep East Oakland, right? Like you weren't seeing people go to med school. And so I had to really dig deep on the things that I wanted aside from what my high school counselors were telling me, oh, you may want to consider something else. Being a doctor is hard, you know, against what my college counselors were telling me that you may not get into medical school your first try. And I'm a true testament to show you what's possible when you dig deep. I took four years off of med school, got married, had a baby and still went, had another baby, still graduated on time. So You know, you have the power within you to do what you need to do. You have to partner with people who have gone that path so that you know the steps to get there, right? Like I always found myself... Figuring it out and partnering with people who can help mentor me through the process. And it was no different when I wanted to get into the online business spaces, really trusting myself enough to say, hey, I want to do something different. Let me partner with someone to help me get there. And so that's the thing. It's not going to always be before you or someone's done it in your family. It doesn't mean you can't do it.
0: Right. Right. It's Back to that mindset. Everything starts with mindset I feel like I say that on so many podcast episodes like you have to start with your mindset first so
2: where where do you see yourself in 10 years from now Oh, 10 years from now, definitely retire from medicine. So mm-hmm. I love my job, but you know, those 3 a.m. babies are getting a bit a bit much for my <laughs> for my lifestyle now. Right. Um, I love what I do, but you know, my husband and I have a dream of hosting marriage retreats all over the world and really starting our full-time marriage coaching program and to continue to help as many people live a financial lifestyle of freedom, time freedom through high ticket sales as, as many people as I can. So I see myself 10 years from now is really being full time online and traveling with my husband.
0: Oh, I love that. I love traveling is my favorite thing to do in the world. I love to travel. And so do you have any you said you have a coaching. So have you started working on that coaching program? Or do you have any other big projects coming up or things you're launching?
2: Yeah, so we're working on our marriage coaching platform and our marriage Mm -hmm. coaching podcast. You know, we were supposed to do our first retreat before COVID started, and so we had to put those things on hold. But because I started in the online space two years ago, and I knew nothing about the space, I had to invest in a coach and a mentor to really learn the skill of becoming an online social seller. So I hired a coach, and I learned a lot of different skills these past two years On how to be successful online. So I've become an attraction marketing coach myself. So I've been able to help people who join me in business, how to really learn how to become social sellers online. And I am hosting a big webinar tomorrow night. Um, It's called the Clean Slate Challenges for those who are in the online space now or who are interested in being in the online space, just really unlearning a lot of old strategies and skills. I know a lot of companies um, and a lot of people in the online space learn a lot of old ways of doing things that really aren't helping them get to their goals. And so people feel frustrated. And they end up quitting and not getting there because they're just not sure how to go about things. So I'm hosting a clean slate challenge, fresh way of doing things online. And I just feel really passionate about helping people avoid the mistakes that I made. And knowing that the power and the skills are within them, I'm going to help them bring them out.
0: Yes. Yes. I heard um, someone say on a podcast the other day, like every good coach has to have a coach. So Mm -hmm. Yes,
2: Yes. Yes. just like every good therapist has a therapist,
0: right? Yes, Yes. because I mean, you can bypass so many, you can bypass mistakes and things because somebody has already been there so they can show you the way. So that's, I have a coach and she's amazing. Yes. So how can people find you on social media or reach out to you if they want to work with you, things like that?
2: Yeah. So I'm on Facebook. You can search by my name, Aisha Taylor. I'm also on Instagram at underscore Aisha Taylor, um, A-I-S-H-A-T-A-Y-L-O-R. And I'm also on LinkedIn under Aisha Taylor. So reach out to me on any of those three social media platforms, and I would be happy to connect and kind of talk to you about, you know, what you're interested in, whether it's medicine, whether it's online sales, attraction marketing, whatever it is, I can help you figure out what your next step should be.
0: Yes. And I will link your information in the show notes as well. So people can click on those links and contact you. But this has been a great interview. Thank you so much again, Aisha, for coming on the podcast today.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to share. And I want everyone to know if you're having any issues, OBGYN related, reach out to your doctor. Yes, please.
0: All right. We will see y'all next time. Bye. As always, y'all, I would love to hear from you. If you want to hear about a certain topic, if you want to hear from certain experts in certain areas, shoot me a DM or a text. You can feel free to text me at 817-937-8322 or shoot me an email overallwellness123 at gmail.com or shoot me a dm y'all can get in my dms it's okay and my instagram handle is the underscore wellness underscore homegirl and you will see me on there with Nicole so shoot me a dm shoot me an email or shoot me a text I would love to hear from you what have i said or information i've given that's like really clicked with you that's really like yes i needed that sis or what information do you want to hear like i said i love to hear from you this is all for all of us to make us all better and get the lives that we want so reach out to me
1: well that concludes this episode of the wellness homegirl podcast With Whitney Nicole Make sure you share the podcast to your stories And tag Whitney in the story as well You never know You may just win something for your support Thanks for listening And see you next time on The Wellness Homegirl